This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Let's talk about real estate. Let's talk about how some economists are a little bit more scared than others as far as where the real estate market is heading. They're not sure whether the Fed is going to continue to raise the rates at a higher rate and then obviously affecting the economy and then affecting the housing market. Some are scared that it's going to cause an interest rate rise on the mortgage side as well. Let's talk about that. I've got one article, actually a few articles here for you that we're going to dive into here. I'm going to just showcase them for you so you know what we'll be talking about. It's this one. The party is over. That was, I mean, what a great title. The party is over. We were all having a party, guys. Didn't even know. Uh, asking, We asked 32 experts about the housing market, which we've done before. There are two that I want to highlight. Austin, Raleigh, and other popular Sunbelt metros lead the nation in home building. Want to talk about that. And then obviously the FRED data showing new housing. Let's dive into this one first, everybody. The party is over. And let me see just to make sure that you can see it on my end. Perfect. Party's over. A chief economist who called the 2008 housing bubble warns that home sales will continue to drop as demand gets crushed by rising mortgage rate mortgage rates. Now, I'm loving the fact that they're using strong words like crushed and debacle and all these weird hard words. But I guess that's what they have to do to get us to read the news, right? And then they have some great pictures. But let's go into the highlighted areas because they're important. Federal Reserve hikes interest rates to curb four decade high inflation. Mortgage rates have soared by about 50%. It's about right there at a five and a quarter. That has crushed buying demand. See again the word crushed. This person really loves who wrote this article? Mike? No. Mike Blake, maybe, if he didn't take the picture. Interesting. That has crushed buying demand as monthly housing payments have become more expensive, sending the month's supply of homes soaring. Another <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even realize it was that bad. Soaring to the highest levels in 12 years. Interesting choice of words. Now let's go through here what this economist has to say. His name Shepherdson says, new home inventory now stands at a ninth month supply. And that's something I showed last week. I think it was on Thursday or Wednesday on one video, which we dug into. And I wanted to showcase it here. This, let me zoom in to show you. This is the monthly supply of new houses in the United States as of May 24th. Let me zoom out a little bit just so you can see over the last, what is this, 40, 40, 50 years. You can see here during the Great Recession, there were a lot, a lot of new homes coming out on the market. And then all of a sudden it dropped and we're, we're heading back up. Obviously, nine month supply is a lot. So they are definitely leading the way as far as catching up for that supply and demand section. So I wanted to show you that just in case you were wondering where that information come from, much higher than the existing home inventory at just two and a half months. So let me stop sharing really quick because there is a difference. And I don't know that everyone understands the difference. 
There's a supply of new homes, which is up nine months supply, just a little over nine months. And then there's the inventory in the multiple listing service all throughout the United States. That's the, the resale of those homes that you see active, where you see for sale signs and you see open houses. That's There's a difference. And for those, those homes that just pop up everywhere, not new construction, those there's only a two, just a little over two months supply, which is really low because typically the average is six months. And also for new construction, the average is six months. So you can see new construction's way over and the active listings are significantly low, even though for this time, May, June, July, we're gonna start seeing an increase because more people put their homes on the market for the summer. So let's go back to this now so we can show that 2.1 months of supply for the regular homes. Now, all this means that home price growth is due to continue slowing down. And in the near term, even fall, this is what this economist says. And I'm going to put up the link here. What's up, Dan? You love the, look, Dan, Dan's in. He's a CEO, follow-up boss. What's up, Dan? I, I have the best hat, my favorite hat, follow-up boss. If you don't know, go and Google that. Steve, let's break this down a little bit. All here, 2008, great bubble. Yep, yep. You know what? Great point, Stephen. Read the comments in the chat there if you're on YouTube. Great job. But let's let's scroll down because this gets a little bit more exciting for me. Shepherds in the Shepherdson is the economist that's saying, "Hey guys, we might be a little bit more in danger than than we thought." He said the market was not like the mid 2000s though, and that prices would not crash in the same sustained way because there were far fewer adjustable rate mortgages. And here's the beautiful part in blue, which let me just finish reading the yellow, which forced many homeowners to sell their properties the last time around. Now check this out, about 40%, I don't know why it zoomed out, let me zoom back in. About 40% of mortgages were adjustable in the mid 2000s compared to 1% now. That That's a significant, significant difference. So that's a that's something that we need to pay attention to. And he says, he also said a housing market slowdown wouldn't crash the economy like it did around 2008, but he said certain areas of the economy would suffer. And these include materials, appliances, and furniture. I mean, on top of inflation, right? That's definitely something that we're going to see happen. The main reason we think there's no U.S. residential housing bubble is that housing supply is very tight. Now, Dan says this, and I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Dan Struven, let's just call him Struven. A senior global economist at Goldman Sachs said, while acknowledging that rising mortgage rates and ambiguity around pricing presented a challenge. We all know that interest rates, we have to keep an eye on them. We're gonna talk about some leading indicators so we know where the market is going so that at least you can pay attention to the things you need to pay attention to. Now, one of our favorite people who is also in the article that I'm about to show you, uh, the 32 economists that were interviewed about the housing market, David Rosenberg, and I mean it, I don't mean favorite in a nice way. Uh, David Rosenberg, the president and chief economist at Dave at uh, Rosenberg Research, he says this, with the mortgage rates rising sharply and affordability constraints becoming so much more acute, the bursting of this bubble and the commensurate negative wealth effects promised to be spectacular. I mean, dude, this guy has, I don't know, he should be writing his own pieces that just uses amazing words to make me feel like something 
something exciting is going to happen. Lackman said he saw a 15 to 20% decline ahead. Now that's, that's also a little scary, right? That's significantly more than some of these other companies like CoreLogic. Let me stop sharing with it quick. CoreLogic and even Moody's or obviously Zillow. Zillow is saying we're going to go up significantly more this year. But these other companies are being conservative. These people are saying, hey, there's, there's something more happening that we may not know about. And we're just going to call it and say, hey, it's, it's actually worse. And so I'm going to show you one other piece here. And I don't necessarily agree with them. But this is the article. Let me show you the article. Are we in a housing bubble? This came out two weeks ago. We asked 32 experts and most said no. Now, I'm going to scroll down to two because I have favorites here. And one of them, this is the very first time I read David, Dave Rosenberg's. And I was like, oh, Dave, you totally hate this, this world of real estate because some of the stuff that you're using does not make sense. Here it is. David, president and chief economist at Rosenberg Research. He said, we, I mean, zoom in for you so you can read this with me. We're in a housing bubble that rivals or even perhaps takes out the mania that took hold in the mid-2000s. The leverage is less acute, but the price action is equally parabolic and out of sync with underlying fundamentals that typically drive residential real estate values. Now, if you look at the data out there of the fundamentals, you fully understand that at this point, he's speculating as to what could happen, right? Because everything that we've taken a look at, we're not at the point where there is an actual bubble or an actual crash. Could it happen? Of course, but it's a 50-50 shot at that point. It's like me saying, yeah, you know what? I might grow wings and fly and become a unicorn. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe Elon Musk can come up with some great stuff in the future and I can get an implant and then all of a sudden, I could start morphing like an X-Men. I don't know. I think it's a 50% shot. But Dave, I think he's speculating too much here because all the data that's showing everything that's happening is really just the market going into a normal market. And that's, that's why I hate reading these other economists saying that, hey, we're in a bubble and it's going to crash. So pay attention to the details. This is why I keep on going every day because I keep on reading economists saying the opposite. And I'm like, guys, no, and we're living this on a daily basis, right? Because we're in this watching areas. And remember that it's regional too. And that's why I'm gonna show you this other piece because I think it's just as important to understand what areas might have some harder challenges than other areas. And one of those, like we were talking about before, let me bring this one up. There's my favorite dude. Here we go, Redfin just came out with this. And said, Austin, Raleigh, and other popular Sunbelt metros lead the nation in home building. And what did we just talk about home building? There was a massive drop, right? That was announced last week, 16.5% drop in new sales. So here, I'm going to just highlight it and then zoom in for you so you can read it with me. It says, Austin, Texas had 31.1 single-family building permits per 10,000 people in the first quarter, the most per capita of any major city or major U.S. metro. It's followed by Raleigh, North Carolina, Jacksonville, Nashville, Tennessee, and Charlotte, North Carolina. And if you watched my video yesterday, you can see the correlation here in some areas where some areas, not all areas, but some areas are overvalued. And that's really going to depend on a lot of factors that, that we're looking at. The economy, 
unemployment, specific areas and the demand for those areas. Like we saw Boise, Idaho at the top, it's starting to come down slowly. Not as many multiple offers, in some cases, no offers. Atlanta, Georgia, now seeing less and less multiple offers at certain price points at the top. So we have to be paying attention to these regions as to where home builders went all out. And now there's a nine month supply. And then we have to pay attention to rents as well. Like I brought up yesterday, is the rent as high as it is to buy a home? And if it is, then, you know, now we have to take a look at how long will that last? Is that going to continue through this, this ride of a possible recession? So there are a lot of points, and right now where we're at, there isn't anything to get excited about as far as a crash. It's kind of just cooling down and coming to an equilibrium, like I mentioned before. So great comments. If you have anything to add or anything you think I should cover, let me know. Put it in the chat. I know you guys are watching in multiple places, and I wanted just to share one other thing with you that I thought was great. By the way, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If not, um, then I get sad. Here. The housing market indicators, and I'm gonna go through these really fast. They are missing some, but these are the top ones. So number one, construction spending. So watch out for construction spending. There's actually a whole section right here. See construction spending. You can take a look at how much construction is spending, where are they spending the money, and where are they building. So watch out. Residential construction, another US government report on new residential construction or housing starts. That's important where they're starting these new home constructions. I'll put the link there for you as well. Home sales, obviously, NAR tracks that really well. Where homes are selling at a good pace, then we're looking at a healthy, healthier market. And right now, you can see we went over that two and a half months supply, almost two and a half months supply of active homes on the MLS. Next, because it's regional, state, local, state level home sales reports. Remember that. And yesterday, remember when we went over that interactive map and we talked about areas that were overvalued versus ones that weren't if you didn't go watch that one this is very important new home sales we covered that but that's a leading indicator as well pending sales obviously what's under contract what's happening very similar to interest rates like where are they that could cause a lot of affordability issues which they didn't bring up here but i'm telling you and then NAHB's housing market index. And we've taken a look at this before. That's the National Association of Home Builders. Anytime their index drops below 50, it means they're not expanding anymore. And I mean, they, they dropped pretty significant in the, last, in the last report that came out last week. So pay attention to that index. I love, I love watching that. Regional price indices as well, like S&P's Case-Shiller home, home Price Index. That's a very popular one. And then, like I said at the end, I don't think there's any more here, but like I told you, watch out for those interest rates. The interest rates really determine affordability, right? And also inflation. Where's inflation going? And a recession doesn't cause as much ups and downs in the real estate market as people would think. It's more the interest rate on affordability and the economy and unemployment, right? If people can't afford a home, chances are less are going to buy. So tune in, subscribe. Thanks for watching. Any comments? Any suggestions, let me know. And Dan, it was nice to see you from Follow Up Boss. Stephen Simmons, thanks for the comments, man. I appreciate it. Have an awesome day.